0: Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. And welcome to this edition of No Labels. It's the last edition for 2022. Wow, another year gone. And so our guest today is Reel and Renell. Welcome to the show.
1: Kilda Thomas, thank you for the invitation.
0: Kia ora. So, Ronell, who do you work for and what do you do and why do you think our listeners might be interested in some of your messages today?
1: Sure, so inga mihi to all the listeners out there. So my name is Ronelle Baker, I work for Steps NZ, and I'm working specifically on the census program. And so hopefully most people out there know that census is happening in March 2023. Uh, Census Day will be the 7th of March. Um, And so my role is all about accessibility. Um, And this was a role that was created uh, for the twenty twenty three census program, it's uh, it's uh, hasn't been in place before, um, so I'm really focused on uh, removing barriers to taking part in the census.
0: Well, that sounds great. So, Ranelle, how long have you been with census?
1: Um, so I joined the team in November twenty twenty. So I've just right. had my second year anniversary.
0: Right. Okay. And what sort of you know where have you come from? because this obviously is a significant piece of work that's going to happen. And so, um, you know, have you had sort of other involvement or links with the disability community before? Or what sort of work have you been sort of doing up until joining Census, the census team at, at Stats?
1: Yeah, sure. So I guess my involvement with the disability sector is both personal and professional. So on a personal level, um, I live with a type of muscular dystrophy and that journey has... Um, really taken me into lots of different spaces in the disability sector and I've been really proud to, um, to support um, and contribute uh, a number of co-papa in the sector over over um, my, I guess, the last 25 years while I've been on that journey um, and in a professional capacity so um, I did spend a lot of time at Waitemata DHB um, in operational service delivery in particular and um, child health services and and um, and in the child disability service space as well. Um, And I left Waitemata DHB to take up a role with the Muscular Dystrophy Association. And uh, I was the chief exec there for about three and a half years um, and then went from Muscular Dystrophy Association to Auckland Council, worked in the uh, community development unit there. And um, so community empowerment unit, I should say. Um, And uh, then when I saw this role come up, um it was kind of toward the end of 2020 and it had been a challenging time with uh covid of course being a key uh, factor in that year and i thought well this is a role that um i think i i could just really um be passionate about have some influence over um data collection, and inclusiveness, actually, for our community. So I really care about um, inclusion and equity. And so, um, yeah, I was really delighted, actually, uh, when I got this role and um, have been, um, yeah, really glad about the work that we've been doing here.
0: Right. So, and... I guess, like many of our guests that come on the on the show, uh, a very wide, varied range around accessibility, etc., and, and disability, which you know, obviously is a real benefit in the role that you're you've got there at Stats New Zealand. So. With the census, you know, last year or last time we had a census, um, just generally the information that came out seemed to have lots of holes in it. And we know in the disability community, you know, there were, you know, people struggled to access it. So what's being put in place for the next census the one that's coming up next year you know how will people be able to access it you know what are some of the accessibility all those sorts of questions you probably get asked loads and loads of times but I thought this might be a great way of being able to share with the community how they're going to be able to access census this time round.
1: sure so um, I think the first thing I would say is that uh, we have Learned a lot from the 2018 census experience and we are doing things differently in 2023 um, to address some of those um, issues that we know people did experience. So one of the first things we have done is to look at um, design of uh, the letter that people will receive in the letterbox. So um, that's been, uh, I guess, designed with a larger font size, a better design, the contact information is easier to find, the access code is easier easier to find and and access we're using more plain language in our material um, and we know that that's going to um, uh, remove barriers for uh, many of our listeners we're also treating our use of um, different languages quite carefully so we do have a bilingual strategy but um, as we know with uh, of uh, read aloud apps that there can be a problem if you um, include too many uh, languages, uh, so Te Reo Māori and English together uh, within the text, so we've been really uh, careful about the use of Te Reo Māori and English on the same page. Um, We've tested our materials with disabled people, I think that's really key, so to, to see if these changes actually are going to make a difference, and they've tested pretty well. Um so that's the first step. And then our next step is really to build in um build in some additional supports or formats that people might need to access the information. So um, as you know, there are five alternate formats mandated under the accessibility charter. step did sign the charter in 2018, so um that's that's provided us with a really good foundation to um talk about um putting those alternate formats in place. So there will be information available in Braille. Uh, audio large print uh, and easy read in New Zealand sign language and so um, that that will all be available we are um, having some of those in hard copy so people can um, can contact us and request copies of uh, the the Braille um, the letter in Braille but also um, copy of the census questions in braille uh, or an audio file and we can supply that on a um, USB stick or a CD if that's what they would prefer. Uh, So we just really need people to to contact us and let us know what's going to work best for them so that we can meet their needs. Right.
0: And so I guess when it comes to completing the census, like I think the first time I completed a census many many years ago, um, it was all on paper, and someone came round the door and you know they filled it in for me. Um, you know, a few times now we've had it online. So, what way are people going to be able to complete the census? Yeah. Um, this time round.
1: So there are two main methods to complete your census. So you can uh, complete census online, or you can complete the census on paper. Now, if, uh, depending on where you live, you will receive a different census experience. So some households will have uh, census collectors going around and knocking on the door and delivering um, their uh, letter with an online access code in addition to paper forms so that they can choose at that point. Um, right. other, other households will receive uh, just a letter in the mail with an access code. To go online and do their census Um, but in that letter it does say if you'd prefer paper just contact us and let us know and we'll send you paper if you need help let us know and we'll send a census collector so one of the things that we are doing differently in 2023 is we're concentrating our census collection staff in the areas where we know uh, people historically have had more barriers to completing census where there have been lower participation rates so our uh, census collectors will be concentrated in areas like the far north, uh, like the East Cape, uh, sort of rural and remote communities um, yes. in those areas, in parts of uh, the Waikato, parts of um, uh, the greater Wellington region, parts of um, Auckland, uh, South Auckland in particular. So s- certain areas will have higher concentrations yeah. of census
0: collectors. I totally get that because obviously you know, for some areas of so internet will be a you know, it could be a bit of an issue. And, and I guess you know, language and support will be other reasons why people may, may need some additional support.
1: That's right. Yes. Yeah.
0: That sounds really great. So um, before we move on, because I've got some more questions to ask you about something else that's coming up later in the oh. year, but you also you might want to talk about anything else that we may have missed around the census. So you've got mm. a song. What song do you want to share with us today and why? What's your first song?
1: Sure. Um, and I have forgotten to mention something about paper forms. Could I mention that before You're we mention sure? this? Off? Sure.
0: Sure, oh, most great. definitely.
1: So one of the things that we've been able to introduce for this census, which we haven't tried before, um, is that if you prefer to complete census on paper, we've got um, different paper options for you. So you can have a standard English print uh, uh, paper form, or you can have a large print form in English uh, sent to you. Um, and then there is the bilingual form, which has Sudel Māori and English side by side. Now that's um that's also standard font size. So um if you are a large print user, you can request um, census forms to be sent to you in large
0: print. I think that's really great because I think you know it's not just the low vision community. I think there's a lot of people out there, you know, older people, people who you know may wear glasses or May just you know, for a whole host of other reasons struggle with small print on on forms and so having it in large print will mean that make it that much easier for for some people also to fill out the forms which yes. is great
1: one of the key design differences between the standard form and the large print form as well is not just the font size but it's the color contrasting right so on the standard census form it's a lovely fuchsia pink color and then the dwelling form's a lovely orange colour, but it's got lots of colour contrasting in it. So if that's something that um, that you prefer not to have, the large print form is, is black and white. So right. it's it's just, yeah, less um, colour variation yeah. on that.
0: And lots of colour contrast, which is great. Yeah. Right, so your first song.
1: My first song. Uh, so this is a song um, by Kathy Howe. So Kathy Howe is my mum. She was a singer in the 60s, and uh, she recorded uh, a few uh, 45 records at Stepping uh, Studios in Ponsonby there Mm. um, when she was very young, and this song, When He Comes Along, is, I guess, a little bit of a romance song, Um, and I just, um, mum actually wrote this and recorded it, oh, when she was about 17, I think, so.
0: Mm. Right. Well, let's go with that. And if anyone loves this song or loves um, Kathy's voice, there's quite a selection online of her music that you can actually um, listen to. I was checking it out earlier today. Right. When he comes along, the boy. what a great song and you know good on your mum Um, so the census what can you tell us so you know we get bombarded with all sorts of stuff over the years but census is something that comes around you know fairly regular and so what happens with all that information you know is does you know get sold off to anywhere else you know what happens with it and why why is it so important that we complete a census
1: Right, so that's a great question. Thank you, Thomas. Um, well, the first thing is that census happens every five years, and this is something that all countries do. Um, so uh, New Zealand is, is no different in that sense, and it's the official count of uh, the number of people and the number of dwellings in Aotearoa New Zealand at a certain point in time so uh, yes it does sometimes we um, it goes out of our memory I don't know <laughs> if, uh, if I could remember what I was doing last time I filled out census so uh, five years is a long time so it is really important that we do raise awareness about um, census coming that we encourage participation because it is um, the most important data set actually that um, both uh, government councils, IWI, community groups, businesses, they all use census data to understand how Aotearoa New Zealand has changed and what the population uh, kind of demographics are, what the needs are, and they plan services for the future uh, for the next five years on the basis of census information. Um, So it's just so important. Now, um, you did ask kind of what happens to the data and um, I want to give your listeners the absolute assurance that uh, we treat um, people's data and their privacy and identity with the greatest care, Uh, so we have the Data and Statistics uh, Act and also the Privacy Act that um, really do give protection uh, to people, and so we never publish uh, personal information in the statistics um, that we share, Um, we do not share individual answers with other government agencies, it's often a concern that people raise. so we do not share the information with other government agencies. So you can be honest in your answers with census. And um, the, the information is anonymized uh, when it goes uh, in. Uh, into the data set um, and it is not, um, yeah, your personal information and your personal answers are, are not uh, shared with anybody.
0: Right. And I guess that's probably why you've got that unique number you need to enter in, um, which means that you know, when someone's looking at, it, they see an identifier but not the person's name.
1: Well, the number is linked to your dwelling. So it's right. the way that, it's the way that we connect your answers with your address. So mm-hmm. remembering that we're looking at counting people and counting dwellings and dwelling types. So one of the things that we look at is, um, you know, what the household composition like, um, how are people... Living together these days, are they living in uh, multi generational sort of settings, or how many people, do, uh, how many dwellings do we have with, with how many numbers of bedrooms, etc. So we, we get a lot of information about um, about people's lives um, nice. a, a from the census. So it's really looking at that um, grouping your individual answers with other answers to get more of a population and sub population view of how people are living.
0: And so, are there any questions around um, disability or accessibility in this census?
1: Yes, there are. So, uh, I guess the um, some of your listeners will be familiar with the question set that was introduced in the 2018 census. Uh, It's known; these questions are known as either the activity limitation questions or sometimes. they are known as the Washington Group short set of questions. So right. that that uh, group of questions will be in the 2023 census. And in addition to that, there will be a another question um, that is, a, uh, I guess, more of a yes-no answer about whether people um, identify as, as having a disability long-term condition or a mental health condition that um, impacts their uh, daily life. And so that question is in addition uh, this year. Right.
0: And later next year, there's going to be something else that's happening, isn't there? That that's, will, will, will that actually feed into the census as well, which is uh, the other survey that's going to happen?
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, the reason that we've added in the extra question for the census around um, disability, long-term conditions and mental health conditions is that we want to capture more uh, more disabled people in order to get a better sample for the disability survey. So the disability survey is what we call a post census survey because it happens after a census. And uh, the last disability survey was held in 2013. And so the next one will be in 2023 after the census. And so we run census in March. And then from census responses, a sample is drawn um and then those people are contacted and told that they've been uh, chosen to take part in the disability survey and uh and then they either take part what using um so with a phone survey or an in-person interview so um just depending on what's going to work best for that person and we choose both disabled and non-disabled people to take part in the disability survey so we can get comparisons between groups of people and compare outcomes for disabled people. Um, So it's really important we get high participation rates in the census uh, by disabled people all over the country so that we get a really good representative sample for the disability survey.
0: So this is all going to kick off um, early in the new year um, February, March for the census is that right?
1: Yes so um, you can expect to see uh, they'll probably have some marketing material that will be around there'll be adverts, there'll be radio adverts, there'll be um, posters and flyers around, there'll be census people out at the main events um, at uh, Te Matatini at other events around the summer, Um, you'll you'll start um, hearing a lot about the census because we'll start preparing Aotearoa to take part um, and, and then uh, we you will start receiving information in your letterbox so after Waitangi Day uh, we ask people to just start keeping an eye out uh, for, um, for those things and uh, the 0800 census line which is our free phone helpline opens on the 6th of February Waitangi Day and so um, as people start to receive information about how to take part in census, they can start contacting us for, um, for either different formats or information or support. Um, now, I should mention the disability survey is planning to take place in, from early August. Right. So that will only affect those people who are selected to take part. Right, OK.
0: And so once all this data is collected, Obviously, some piece of software is going to, and people will be analysing it. When does some of the results start to come out from what's been gathered?
1: Yes, that's a great question. Now, um, there hasn't been an official announcement about that. Uh, We have been um, having a consultation process about the types of Um, information and products that we will uh, release after the census so that consultation um, has been going on this year 2022 Um, and there is another team that's working on what we call the dissemination project which is all about how we will share the information from the census so um, there's we expect there'll be an official announcement um, early next year I would expect probably after the census itself uh, once we know um, what our response rate has been like we have some assessment over the quality of the data that will give us a better idea as to um, when we're likely to be able to make those releases
0: right hey look that sounds really if you can say exciting I'm not too sure but it, it certainly sounds you know something that we all need to get behind and complete and certainly sounds like you know a lot of work has gone into ensuring that it's as inclusive and it's accessible as as possible, uh, which I think is really great to see um, Stats New Zealand stepping up in, in that sort of way to be so inclusive. So uh, that's really great news. So, Ronal. Yes. We're going to close shortly. So what song are you going to end the show with? And if anyone does have any questions around... I haven't received my pack or haven't received any information. How best do they get hold of somebody?
1: Sure. So there's two main methods that people can reach out to us for help. So one is through our 0800 free phone uh, line, which is 0800 census or 0800 six seven eight seven. That phone line will open on the 6th of February. Yes. Um, it will be... Operation uh, operating from eight am to ten pm, uh, and in the in the two days that um, precede the census, that will be open right up till midnight. So um, people can contact us at the wee hours if, if that's what works best for them. Um, yeah. And so, uh, that method is, is going to work for a lot of people. But if you'd prefer an online option or or an e-query option, um, if you go onto our website, which is, um, www.census.govt.nz, uh, we will have, um, contact us, um, Uh, kind of links and so you can either request a new access code you can request paper forms or you can fill out a general e-query and uh, our team will respond to your query. Um, Now with regards to requesting an access code I should mention just before we close to some of your listeners this will be important. Back in 2018 Uh, if for any reason you couldn't access the code on the print material that was sent to you um, we didn't have another method for sending that code to you Uh, for 2023 we've got one additional method and that is that we can text you an access code um, to a designated uh, New Zealand mobile number so um, you can request an access code to be texted to you, either by calling the 0800 number or filling out the access code form on the website.
0: Wonderful. That sounds really great. Um, And so many ways to get information and so many different formats. So very inclusive and very accessible. So thanks thanks so much for all the work the team is doing to make the census next year so inclusive and accessible for everyone. Now, Ronelle, what are we going to close with today and why?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, thanks so much for having me today, Thomas, and thank you to all of the listeners. I really appreciate your time um, and your support uh, for this kaupapa. Um, The the song I've chosen to close us actually is quite a moving song, so it's called Dahui. It's also sung by my mum, Cathy, and um, it was a poem that her brother wrote about a um, a tūpuna from Ngāti Wai, um, and um, her name uh, being Rahui I believe and um, so it was a collaboration uh, where mum put uh, his poem to music and sung it and so I really do it's hope beautiful. your um, your listeners enjoy this today no,
0: It's beautiful, thanks Renal. and uh, wishing you all the best for, for Christmas and the new year and look forward to getting that, that census information in the mail Thanks
1: oh, Wonderful, thank you
0: Not you. Too-
1: Spirit surviving once more, evermore, a little barrier, hotel, her majestic island supreme.